0: Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey
1: Podcast Network.
0: Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
1: Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonnette. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
0: Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. I don't care. Offer me ten firsts. If you're not giving me Leon Dreisaitl, you don't get sorrows.
1: Marcus
2: Keller.
0: Is Brock Besser (laughs) going to score four goals
2: every game? Maybe, but probably not.
1: And Alex Smith. Third star of the week goes to Pistachios for how stupidly expensive they are. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys.
0: It's the Vancouver Boys podcast. Woo!
1: Guess who's back? Back again. Who? Vancouver Boys podcast is back. (laughs) And it's season fucking four. Let's go. Yeah, baby. And how else to start it off? with an eight to one win what
2: a night man that was crazy
1: raise the fucking banner
2: (laughs) (laughs) build the statue yeah we won a home opener yeah first time since (laughs) like 2017
1: yeah it's crazy but first uh i guess i gotta introduce you guys as usual but i'm gonna switch it up jake are you here
0: alex i am here
1: marcus are you here
2: alex i am here
1: that's the that's the people doing the podcast. <laughs> what, <laughs> what was what that? That was brutal. <laughs> I thought something Before better would come up. we this episode,
0: we were like, "Oh, like let's just make Alex the new host." He's like the host, Marcus. We might need to go back on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the most atrocious intro to a podcast uh, I've heard. Okay, so far, okay, now. let
1: me retry. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. It is the Vancouver Boys Podcast, episode one twenty seven. Jake, is that correct?
2: I don't know. I don't Damaged. know. I, I, I have no clue what episode this is. <laughs> we'll call
1: it 127, but it doesn't matter because it's the start of season four. Yes. That's all that matters. I got Marcus Keller with me in studio.
2: How's it going, everybody?
1: And I got Jake Jude all the way on the island, all the way on the Capitol. Not the Capitol, nope. but close to it. <laughs> no 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 naimo. Oh. Mr. Jake Jude.
0: What's going on? What's going on?
1: First game of the season. (laughs) First game of the season has come through. What a night, man!
2: I cannot wait to jump into this.
1: But we're not jumping into it. No, we're not. We're not talking about it at all. This episode.
2: Well, we are, but just not quite yet. Because first, as always, we have to hear from Alex's gambling corner. Gambling
0: corner. It's Alex's betting advice. Oh, yeah. Light the lamp with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling helpline ma.org. In New York, call 877 8 hope ny or text hope ny 467 369 in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort ks 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com hockey terms we might need
1: to change that it just sounds very bad
0: We'll work on the synchronization
2: over the phone later, but uh, uh, for now, why don't you get us started with uh, with that?
1: Well, hockey's back. Yep. You can bet on hockey too. You can. So let's bet on some hockey. Let's have some fun with this. Um, Canucks play this Saturday against the Edmonton Oilers. They do. And I think the Edmonton Oilers are going to destroy the Vancouver Canucks.
0: I really hope that this episode's up before the games.
1: (laughs) It should be. It's going to be... Maybe the same day. It might be up the same day. might be the same
2: day. This might be a Saturday upload.
1: Should I do Sundays? Uh, No, you can do Saturday. It's fine. Uh, Yeah, we're going to take the Edmonton Oilers over the Vancouver Canucks. We're going to take the Buffalo Sabres, who are the underdogs, surprisingly, to beat the New York Islanders. Really? Somehow.
0: Yeah. They got blown out by the Rangers tonight, so...
2: Yeah, I I'd, I'd still take that.
1: And we're going to take the Montreal Canadiens after demolishing the Toronto Maple Leafs uh to beat the Minnesota or sorry, the Chicago Blackhawks.
2: Wait, I'm sorry, did you say that the Montreal Canadiens demolished the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: Oh, they came no, back be- in that game.
2: Yeah, that was an overtime win for oh, the Leafs. Oh, yeah. It pains me to say it, but yeah, yeah. it was.
1: Okay, well then Montreal's going to jump back and beat <laughs> the blackhawks uh so montreal uh buffalo and the edmonton oilers okay those I are the games this week
2: disagree but whatever that's the way it is
1: who cares because i want to talk about the vancouver canucks yes first off before we even are get you into curious things,
0: what i'm having for dinner tonight uh, yeah jay
2: you know we've heard you chewing yeah. a lot over there what what are you mowing down on <laughs> We need
1: intro music for Jake's Italian restaurant.
2: I'll work on that. I'll work on that.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll just do it for now. Okay. It's me, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I,
0: I just started my job as a plumber.
1: Do you have some real fun fact?
0: Sure. Um, I love fun facts.
1: Let me. Th- I forgot the fun facts.
0: (laughs) This is the worst (laughs) podcast ever. Jake, what are you eating? I'm eating chicken shwurmable.
2: Chicken what? Chicken Chicken what? Chicken what? (laughs) (laughs) It's so late. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Sorry, Jake. Before you go on here, it is 10 o'clock at night on a Thursday now. Because last mm-hmm. night was the game, so we couldn't record on our normal night. Wednesday was the home opener. Tomorrow, we're busy too. And tonight, mm-hmm. a couple of us ended up working very, very late. So we just got in the studio now. It's 10 o'clock at night. We're very tired. I've worked for almost 15 hours today. And God damn it, Jake, I
1: just want to know what you're eating.
2: What is a chicken shamuff? <laughs> oh, wait. Alex has his fun
1: fact. I got my fun fact. Um,. So, what does Mario say? It's a me Mario. Wrong. He says it's Sumi, which is Who's? Japanese for superb or super. So he says Super Mario. So his he says it's Super Mario. So, no, he says it's Sumi. Like it's Sumi Mario. Uh-huh. But translate It's Sumi, it means super.
2: Oh, so he's just shouting Super, super Mario. Mario.
1: Yeah. That's my fun fact.
2: Well that's interesting. Okay, Jake. I'm having
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm having chick a chicken swarmable.
1: What what is that? <laughs> You've said that, but we have no idea what it is.
0: So it's basically just like grilled chicken with some roasted potatoes and then like an assortment of vegetables and then like a garlic uh, mayo dressing. So it's so it's like a
1: it's like oh, a wrap right. without a, without a tortilla.
0: Exactly. Yeah, which is basically like yeah, like a shawarma wrap, but without the wrap
1: part. So you're eating a
2: salad. No, Dude, what world did chicken? you get a salad so far from, from a salad? That. There's like chicken Buddy, and stuff. What kind of salads
1: are like... you eating? <laughs> to be now fair. I know why you had a heart <laughs> attack at <in> twenty-four. <laughs> 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 Marcus, and Marcus and thinks the healthiest part of a burger is the bun, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, like. I don't it's know. <laughs> it's, it's just not. Wait, I never said the healthiest part of a burger was the bun. Wasn't that said,
1: you? No. What did you say the healthiest part of the burger was?
2: Probably the lettuce or the tomato. What I are you swear on about? it was you. i have to the double check onions. with Jess. No.
1: <laughs> I got to double check with Jess. I'm pretty sure that was you.
2: Definitely wasn't. Yeah. A-
1: anyway, moving on. Uh, Swarm a bowl rated out of 10. Honestly, it's like an eight. I
0: love it. It's so good. It's a pretty
1: good, good salad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to say this before we talk about the game. Okay. I don't think I've ever recorded a Canucks game. And I recorded this Canucks game. That's how excited I was. Okay. Because I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch it because I had stuff I had to do. But I recorded it and I came back and I watched the damn game. That's how excited I was for the season opener. And glad I am that I recorded it. What an exciting game.
2: Yeah, that was nuts. I didn't have to record it. I was there. Jake, what... Is watching a Canucks game on the island any different than it is on the mainland? Is there like, I don't know. Is it like a different channel what? or something that you watch it? I don't know.
1: <laughs> He's not on the Hawaiian island. Jeez, He's man! Just a do you, quick boat ride. Do you away. have to like
2: change the direction yep. your satellite antenna is
1: <laughs> pointed?
0: Like, how do you do it? Yeah, no, Alex actually mailed me his recording. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Put it in
1: the VHS machine. I just FaceTimed him <laughs> I mean, as yeah, I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, the, believe it or not, the island has electricity, so I was able to watch it <laughs> on TV. Okay. Okay, that's
1: good. Okay, let's hop I in this I guarantee
0: game. you that there are people who listen to this podcast that are living on the island currently that aren't just me they are like, what the hell do these guys think goes on over here?
2: I, I don't know. Jake, you are my only insider as to what happens on the island. So I'm going to keep asking you things like that. But okay. last night's game, honestly, I think we just got to recap this one. I, yeah.
1: Like, there's there's too much to talk about. Yeah. So what better way to start than with a fight? Yes. Dakota Joshua throws the mitts with uh, Vincent Harnay. Potentially. <laughs> don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, um, you're, you're, you know, great way to start the game, though. Yes. Can't complain about starting it with a fight, Very, fun. especially with Dakota Joshua, a guy, you know, who's playing on the bottom six. Yeah. Fighting and, for his job. Yeah. So great way to start it. Another great way to start it. Tyler Myers taking a penalty.
2: Oh, my God, dude. This <laughs> the, we'll, we'll get into Tyler Myers a little more later, as we always do. But man, it, it doesn't get more Tyler Myers than a puck over glass penalty with no pressure. Yeah. That is just peak Tyler Myers. Like, there wasn't a guy right on him. He didn't have to panic. He likely even had passing options. Just, whoop, into the upper bowl.
1: Big fan guy. Just trying to give a puck to the fans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's Yet what it
0: somehow was. somehow still not the stupidest thing he did on that shift.
1: No, can we jump ahead? <laughs> can we jump ahead
2: to the other stupid <laughs> thing yeah. he did? Yeah, that, what did he do? Well, they, I mean, there was a couple, actually. But the one... You know what, Jake? Let me... Let, let let's have you start this one because I'll, I'll go on about it, but your, your text about it while I was at the game made me laugh very hard. So why, why don't you yeah. explain to the listeners what we're about to talk about?
0: Sure. So there was a delayed penalty for the against the Oilers, and the Canucks kind of had possession in the offensive zone, and Demko had just gotten onto the bench, and the extra attacker was kind of coming into the zone. And I forget who had the puck along the boards, but he was kind of, kind of, you know, delaying, button hooking, trying to like get that guy in the zone. Yeah. And the second that that guy comes across the blue line into the offensive zone, he moves it up to Myers, who's at the point, that just absolutely leans into a sizzler into so much traffic <laughs> in front of the net, and just immediately turns over the puck. And I'm sitting there watching this. Absolute buffoon! Just fire the puck into like a sea and a a, a forest of of knees and lose possession. <laughs> and I just, I just could not believe what I was watching. So I think I said something to the effect of, "Watching Myers shoot the puck into heavy traffic under the lane penalty is sending me into orbit," because he is just such a colossal moron, and his hockey IQ is unlike anything I've ever seen. He he is just such an idiot
1: it's hard to argue with that.
2: It is. The the other thing that gets me is like, for those of you that are like, I get it. Sometimes you got, no, he had passing options. He had a few, he could have done so many things. The other thing that I, I don't know if you mentioned or not, he kind of whiffed on the shot. It wasn't like a big, powerful (laughs) shot. It was like a muffin bouncing across the ice. No. Yeah. It was, oh man, that, classic Tyler Myers. Like what? A, I can't think of a more appropriate way to open the season than with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Welcome back Tyler. Myers. Yeah. <laughs> However,
2: it is at this point that things started looking a little bit less like the Canucks of years past. Yeah.
1: So we'll talk about the first goal. That was what a pass by Elias Pettersson. Yeah. The sauce from the blue line straight onto Garland's tip or <laughs> uh, tip of the stick. I don't know what I was trying to say. Uh, right onto his stick, right onto his tip, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a, a little quick move to Garland get past so Jack excited. Campbell. Um, yeah, yeah, that pass was nuts. The
2: pass was wicked. Well, Garland was very calm to accept it yeah. too. Like he didn't have a lot of room. He got yeah. like in the crease. It's and not an
1: he, easy pass well, to I, accept.
0: I want to, I no. want to actually go back a little bit here before the pass because so. Garland actually gave Pedersen the puck. Okay like garland moved it to petterson and then this guy got on his horse man like he was flying down into the zone which like i don't know about you guys but like i don't remember garland being like like he's always a tenacious and feisty player but for him to like be able to move the puck and then get into a position to get it back and then make a move like who is this guy
1: it's like a that guy that's to trying me, to get traded.
0: Crazy.
2: Yeah. That's a guy yeah. who just boosted yeah. his trade value. <laughs> yeah. So again, last week, Connor Garland got a brand new agent kind of out of nowhere and then received permission to seek out a trade from other teams. If he so chose to do that. And it's kind of funny because you see him be that successful, but you have to remember that Ilya Mikheyev is just waiting to come back too. And once that happens. Garland is a second liner. Um, I'm actually interested to see what they'll do with that though, because Mikhaev's performance this year could be different than it was last year. We don't know what we're gonna see out of him.
1: Yeah, so um quickly, I guess before we keep going, I'll run over the lines really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we ended up playing six D and eleven forwards.
2: Yes. So weird. Yeah,
1: it was very yeah, random. A, and the lines a, were really a random. A few
2: teams had to do it, including the Oilers. They also had to do that for cap mm-hmm. reasons.
1: Okay. Uh so the first line to or um Wednesday night yes, uh, would have been Kuzmenko, Pedersen, and Garland. Yeah, Uh, Then the second line was Besser, Miller, and DiGiuseppe.
2: Yeah. I was surprised to see him that high up the lineup. But he looked
1: good. Oh, he looked great. He looked really good. Uh, Then the third line was Joshua, Suter, and Bolivier.
2: Mm -hmm. Bavillier.
1: And then the fourth line with the two (laughs) forwards was newly acquired Sam Lafferty and Nils Hoglander which was another player that I really liked.
2: Lafferty and Hoaglander both impressed me. Yeah. They both looked really good.
1: Uh, the defensive pairings were Quinn Hughes, Philip Peronik, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. I thought they would have split them up.
2: I'm not shocked that they started that way, especially with this team when you have to load a pairing up on McDavid. I'm not surprised yeah, I guess that they fair. didn't spread it out.
1: Uh, then the oldest pairing in the NHL, probably Ian Cole and Tyler Myers, <laughs> probably the slowest pairing as well. Yeah. Uh, then the fourth line, Recently brought up, Akito Hirose. Yep. And Noah Julson, And Thatcher Demko, obviously, in that.
2: Yes, well, for most of the game. Yeah. But again, we'll get to that later.
1: Yeah, so that yeah, first goal by Garland, great play all around.
2: Yeah, great, phenomenal play. Great job to both of those players.
1: Now, I'm going to let you talk about the next goal. Okay. And maybe the next couple goals. Okay. Marcus, take it away.
0: Can, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but can I make a quick comment about um, the lineup just before we move on? Of course, you can. Yeah. So we talked about how Sam Lafferty, yeah, Sam Lafferty and Phil Giuseppe kind of slotted in, and they looked seamless. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, obviously, in an eight-one win, like everyone's going to look good, and and I, I do agree. I think that Lafferty was so much more gritty than I knew he was. And so I thought that he did a really good job in the bottom six. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, Phil Giuseppe, he has that speed that they need on the top line, or the second line. But the guy that I want to point out, because defensively, this guy looked so good, is Pew Suter. Like, in his own zone, that guy looks great. What? what no, nothing the,
1: the aliens a, just came and uh absorbed you for a second there.
2: there was a really bad phone glitch it was it was just funny it caught me off guard oh, sorry No. it's okay, well, okay. It seems to be bad you were going
1: tomorrow. good you're going good you've been high on a uh, suitor since we got him
0: mm-hmm. yeah no yeah i know and like it's funny because i didn't really think i would be this high on him like yeah he's a solid player but guys like especially in that game on the penalty kill um even one like Edmonton because people are really dogging on Edmonton for looking bad but like for the first half of that game Edmonton was the better team they just were the Canucks had a lot better scoring chances and obviously capitalized on them but Edmonton really controlled the pace of the play but to me a guy that really surprised me in his ability to control the game in the defensive end was Pew Suter he broke up a ton of passes he was always on the move he carried the puck well I don't know. I just think that he deserves a little bit more respect than than he's getting. And obviously the whole team's getting gassed up, but I think that he deserves some more respect. So I think he did a really good yeah. job in his connect debut.
1: Um I think uh you guys tell me if you want to do this or not. Mm-hmm. Uh after we go through the game, you guys wanna do like an unsung hero, somebody that like sure. we we saw that like You know, it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but was like, wow, that person really impressed me for a certain reason.
2: Here's the thing. The only reason I'm going to say no to that is because Jake kind of just nailed my pick as well. Oh, you're going to pick him too? I was because you're right. Defensively, he played phenomenal. And yeah, like he's not on the score sheet. And it's kind of, it gets difficult to praise forwards for their defensive game because it's like it's so lost especially in an 8-1 win right that's not what you're paying attention to yeah there's other notable players which i'm i'm so damn excited to get into <laughs> in a second here but like that's the story right that's all you care about yeah so i, I can't
0: think of a forward that would be a bigger story right now than, than pew true. Suter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but that that would kind of be one of my big picks too there for like someone who played a really really good game and didn't get recognized as much
1: okay then i'll quickly say mine sure quinn hughes defensive game mm-hmm I, I thought he looked amazing out there. Yeah. I know he gets ripped on a lot for only having the offensive side and doing it against the Edmonton Oilers, yeah, one of the like top offensive teams.
2: He he was assigned to shut down McDavid, yeah, and, and he, he did it.
1: He did an amazing job. Yeah,
2: McDavid got one point, and it was on a power play. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, McDavid gets an assist on a power play. It's,
1: yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, So, yeah, that was my pick for uh, unsung hero, I guess you could say. Uh, okay, take it away, Marcus. I know you've been wanting to talk about him. Let's talk about Dakota Joshua. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Brock
2: fucking Besser. I told you I called it from the like the end of last season. This guy is going to have his year. When he made his trade request partway through last year, he almost got benched for a game. I was crushed. And people kept saying, this guy is a mid-tier player. Don't be emotionally attached. Shut the fuck up. Ah, Brock Besser put some respect on his name four goals to open the season. I I am every man say it say it say it. it is not a lot that I'm right.
1: There's not oh, a lot of things no. Oh, no.
2: that prove me right this oh, no. clearly but this man absolutely made my dreams come true last night a four goal game performance to open the season says, fuck you to anyone who wanted him (laughs) traded or didn't believe in him or
1: thought he was overpaid.
0: Shut up.
1: Okay. So we're going to remember that. that.
0: Remember it. I love that. I love that. Marcus goes, I'm not right. Very often. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to look so bad in like a couple months. I think.
2: No, it's not. It's not because here's the thing. Is he gonna score four goals every game? Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> he's on pace for
1: 392 goals this season. Hey, I
0: can't and you can't <laughs> argue with statistics, no, right? You can't. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this
2: is um y- y- yeah, he's not gonna score four goals in every single game. But breakout season, yeah. And here's why I'm, I'm happy. What why is that funny? It's been yes. one game. It's one, yeah, it, game. Yeah, it's
0: one-, one game. Yeah. One game.
2: Wait, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. One of his goals, and I feel like this gets too much emphasis. One of his goals was an accident. Oh, that was such right? a funny
1: goal. It, it was.
2: And and what I, I remember saying to Jet because I, I was at the game with Jess, and we're, you know, he it, I saw it bounce off him right away. We're just jumping up and down. We're like, yes, he got a hat trick. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I almost feel a little bad for him because. Everyone's just gonna say, "Ah, fluky hat trick." You know, it went off his skate. He didn't mean to put it in. It was just a whatever thing. Yep. Then he gets a fourth. He did, and all of those goals were well done. The first one, Miller to Besser at the hash marks, kind of in o- Ovi's office a little bit. <laughs> he oh, he was. Don't laugh at me. He was. That's where he was. No, and was, what does he do? It was
1: a nasty shot.
2: It was a beautiful shot. Very
1: rookie Brock Besser esque. Oh, are we making the statement? What did he break in his rookie goal record? Do, do you know how many games it took him
2: last year to get four goals? How many? Eighteen.
0: It was December ninth when he hit four. I think. Yeah. They said. They said after the game that it was well into December.
2: However, um, four goals on the season. that's a tiny bit misleading only because he was injured. He missed ah. some time at the beginning of last season. But uh, you're, it, either way, it was 18 games. He hit that in one. And it, again, I realize he's not going to have a multi-goal game every game. But he looked different. He did. He did not look like that same player that we've seen that won't go into the boards and isn't skating no. hard enough and isn't confident. He had everything going for
1: him. He did not look slow, which was, I think, one of the biggest takeaways I got from that.
2: No, he he looked fast. He looked dialed in, and his confidence
1: was there. That's the huge thing. I think thing. getting the goal quickly definitely helps that. For sure. If, if he can keep his confidence up, he, can, he won't keep this pace up, but he can be a good contribute contributing player yep yeah
2: uh, Jake sorry I know I've just talked over you a bunch here what what do you I mean four goals <clears throat> let let's talk about it what do you think
0: oh boy you, you were at training camp basketball.
2: with me you were at training yeah. camp and we both pointed out that Besser was looking good <laughs> I pointed it out first but you agree <laughs> Marcus do you
0: want to hear my opinion yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> It's okay um buddy honestly like I'm so happy for you that, like, you, I doubled down on a lot of my, like, really outlandish takes, but you, like, quadrupled down on this. You, like, went back to this every week, and you were like, this is the year he does it. Brock Besser's gonna do it, yada yada. And I'm so happy for you that it looks like you could be right. Obviously, one game is one game, and we'll see what happens, but um, it, for me, it wasn't just about the way he scored the goals or the fact that he scored them at all. It was the way the team supported him, the way that you could tell how juiced he was by those goals. I feel like I'm beating around the bush here. My point here is just that Brock Besser is a very emotional player Mm -hmm. and I'm a big morale guy. I talk about this so often. I think that culture is like such an important piece to a strong team. And I think that, Brock Besser will thrive in a good culture. And I think JT Miller will thrive in a good culture. And I think that last night's game and the fact that Brock Besser scored four goals and at least, you know, three of them were of his own doing. um, It just does so much. That game does so much more for that team than give them two points in the standings. And those four goals that Brock Besser scored are just the leading testament to why. So yeah, I I'm think, sorry. I'm really, really happy for Brock Besser. I'm happy for the team. And I think that, you know, obviously it's one game. Like I gotta keep reminding myself and Canucks fans that. But to me it just symbolizes so much more than two points. It's just this huge weight off the shoulders of that team, off this a, a big pressure relieved off of Canucks fans, I think also the fact that it took them, what, 11 games to get their first win last season? Like, I don't know, it's just it's a lot more than two points in the standings and I think that that needs to be just examined so much more than it has been because a lot of the conversation around the win, around Brock Besser and around the team has not been about what it means to the Canucks and it's been so much more about what it means to the Edmonton Oilers chances on winning the Cup which I think is just so stupid because they lost the game, whatever they were away. It was a home opener. It was this and that, whatever. Like you can very easily talk that that point away. But the fact that this game means so much to the Canucks and for the Canucks, um, I just, I don't know. That's kind of been frustrating me this week, just looking at the media and I realize I'm starting to kind of go off on a tangent, but those are kind of my thoughts about not only Brock Besser, the goals he scored and the impact he had on the team, but kind of just this, this energy that's kind of surrounding the Canucks right now. And I kind of wanted to find a way to bring that up. So,
1: yeah, I I agree. I think if it was going to happen to anybody for this storybook, first game of the season for what Canucks are kind of viewing as a make or break for playoffs, who better to get the start like this? Yeah. Like, it's not going to be Petey. It's not going to be Hughes, Miller. Brock Besser getting the start like this is what every Canuck fan has been waiting for.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
1: And and you just, like, every, at least for Canucks fans, I don't know about the rest of the NHL, everybody knows his story. What he's yeah. been through, like Jake said, like, he is an emotional player. He's been through a lot. Yeah, between just the get, injuries, the personal yeah. stuff,
2: it's, it's a lot
1: getting the monkey off his back this early? Yeah. Like
2: that monkey didn't even exist.
1: Yeah, I guess so. What monkey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But um, um,
2: I'll I'll be the one to change the topic <clears throat> because I don't like to rub it in when I'm so factually correct about something. Uh so moving on, let's talk about some other things that are almost getting overshadowed by Brock Besser's incredibly impressive performance that proved me right. JT Miller Five-point night. Elias Pettersson, four points. Quinn Hughes, forget if he had three or four points. All, there were, point being, there are four Canucks in the top five for points. Or top six for points in the entire NHL right now.
1: Yep. Uh, or they,
2: uh, they were before the games that happened tonight. Yep. I, I don't know what happened tonight.
1: Quinn Hughes had three.
2: Hughes had three. Pettersson had four. Miller had five. Miller had four?
1: Besser four, Miller four, Pedersen four.
2: Uh, Okay. Sure. Great. Awesome. That's fantastic. (laughs) It is. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, And those guys, they weren't all on a line together or anything.
1: No, it was. Yeah, it wasn't just like one line was leading the way.
2: Everyone was going tonight. Yeah. It was awesome to see.
1: It's what we've all expected from this offense that's said to have the depth to be able to, you know, roll four three to four lines. Yeah. And that's what happened tonight.
2: I think the offensive depth with the Canucks, and I'm not just saying this because it's one game. I'm saying it because overall, I can see the vision for the forwards. They are a deep group of offensive talent. You can yeah. see it up and down the lineup. The hole is in defense. That's where the problem still is. I know we won 8-1 last night, so it was hard to see, but trust me, that hole was there. And one piece I actually, I have to say I'm a little worried about is Philip Horonik. I obviously just one game, but he didn't look good, man. There were a lot of turnovers. He looked a little bit slow, obviously playing with Quinn Hughes for a lot of the games. So Hughes yeah. for sure like elevated it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for what we gave up for Horonic, I would really like to see a, a better performance than what I saw last night. I, I don't know if you guys saw that as well, but for me it was a
1: little it was m a little bit concerning. I mean, he didn't get the chance that majority of the team got last year to kind of get into talk its system, yeah. uh, learn to play with the players that are on the team. I know they had the full off season to kind of get that, but once you get into a game, everything changes. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying that this is his first season. Like, he obviously did play a couple games, but he's still going to be, you know, getting used to it and playing with a guy like Quinn Hughes who is super offensive and taking risks and, like, is obviously a better player than Hronik, is going to make Hronik's mistakes uh, look a lot worse and make it a lot more noticeable, I think, in my opinion.
2: Okay, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I just,
1: from. like you said, it's one game. I wouldn't look too much into it. Give him, mm-hmm. like, a week or two and see how it is because we're still missing Susie. Yeah. You don't know where he's going to slot in. Um, and, I, yeah, when he comes in, the whole pairings are going to get swapped and... I don't see Ronick playing top two minutes the whole season.
2: No, I, th- I think he will spend the majority of the season on the second pair. Yeah. if I had to guess right now.
1: <laughs> Jake, what did you think?
0: Um, I think, well, like you mentioned, it's only been one game. It's so hard to tell. Um, but I thought Ronick actually didn't look that bad. Um, but <laughs> it's funny because like, I just keep thinking. So we talk about what the Canucks gave up for him, right? And effectively, they gave up Axel Sandin Polica, right? Yeah. And so, do you think that Axel Sandin Polica would have looked better than Heronik last night in that position? Well, probably so not.
2: Not, not at this point in time,
0: no. Right. And so, I don't know. I, I, am really not too worried about that because I think that for right now, Heronik is still feeling it out. I'm not really concerned, and I think that we will, uh, we'll see how things go but I kind of got everything I wanted to say out of the way. I don't really have any opinions on the depth guys on the defense. they are kind of get in their feet. Like, yeah, the defense didn't look great, but I mean, they only got scored on once and it was on a power play. So I really don't know how you can be that critical of them,
1: but you want to talk about, uh, stats and Canucks leading in stats.
0: Yeah. Let's do some stats.
1: Uh, guess who's leading in plus minus Brock Besser, Philip Peronick. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's at a plus four leading the entire NHL actually.
2: Was Brock – wouldn't Brock Besser also be a plus four?
1: Uh, no, he's a plus three, so he must have been out on dry settle goal.
2: That was on a you, penalty kill, so that shouldn't
0: affect yeah. his plus minus. Brock Besser yeah. has to be oh, a according no, no, no. According hey, to hey.
1: NHL.com. Wait, what? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. If Brock
0: Besser <laughs> – okay. did, Brock, did Brock Besser score any power play goals? Because those also don't
1: count. Oh, one
2: it. one uh, of them uh. might have been a power play. You might
0: – wait, then how is Heronica plus plus four?
2: Oh, he, he right. There on other goals, he was right. other I, I forgot. We scored eight fucking times. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that still doesn't feel real. That was crazy. Man, I here's here's one thing I gotta talk about. Now, wait, no, were you done with stats or do you have more? You uh, no, I just thought that was a oh, fun okay. stat
1: to bring up since we were talking about him.
2: It, it makes sense. Yeah. My apologies, Philip because I didn't mean <laughs> to harp on you too bad. Way to way to be out there when we're scoring. <laughs> um uh did he did he actually have any points? I don't think he had any points in the game. That's, that's almost funnier that he was just a floater, but he got a Yeah, plus he just four. had this
1: guy. Uh, he had two assists. Oh, he did, eh? Yeah. No, I, I
2: don't. It, so
1: you're just dogging on this guy. this Philip Aaronic, this bum. He's on pace for 164 points, and you're t- calling him a bad defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I obviously nothing against the guy. Um, I, I got to talk about in the arena a little bit. So the new big screen is absolutely nuts i mean so massive so you guys we uh we all went to the raptors game together the three of us plus a good buddy adrian who we got to have on the show sometime um we got to see firsthand how big the big screen was from the lower bowl and the upper bowl we kind of sat in a few different places during the raps game but i have to tell you as cool and big and gigantic as it is i'm deeply bothered by one thing if you are behind either of the nets and in the upper bowl anywhere in this arena there are speakers that hang down in front of the screen and I don't just mean a little bit I mean like almost to the middle of the screen there are speakers that get in the way it I've posted pictures on my Instagram I'll put some up on the podcast one man I deeply hope they fix this because if they don't I'm gonna be very upset I, just, I had to get that out I'm sorry and fix the damn goal song the Leafs did it the Leafs figured out that stupid goal songs don't their goal song sucks you don't like it? no are I don't are
1: you kidding like
0: me? It. are you kidding me? the so, pursuit of happiness is an amazing goal
1: it, song no I don't find it as an amazing okay, goal song okay it's better than what they had I don't even know what they had but pursuit of happiness is like they had that what, one it where, depends on what part they're using mm, pursuit of happiness is a slow song no but they did the remix oh they used a remix jake's
2: doing it oh
1: i thought it was just the original
2: no it's there's um i forget it's It's like it's like the classic (laughs) remix. have you ever watched project x yeah it's the one where they have the crazy like backyard party they play that remix in like a montage they play that version
1: yeah, I thought it was so weird that they were using that song. No,
2: they. It, it's good. It's if you see a video, it's good. Okay. But th- the more important thing is they got rid of a worse goal song.
1: Actually, Jake, I was going to say the more important thing is, hey, Jake, Marcus knows the Toronto Maple Leafs goal song.
2: Everyone knew it. It w- because I it was didn't. bad. <laughs> I didn't. They knew Jake, it because
1: Jake, it was bad. Did you know it?
0: Uh, I no, I don't. Honestly. Yeah. What exactly.
2: It? Okay. It was stupid. But it was similar to the Canucks one. It was like a slow song, like it wasn't like hyped and energetic at all. The Canucks have had good goal songs. There's no rule saying we can't bring them back. I don't understand why they want to have this la 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 shit. They should have personal goal songs, like Buffalo
1: does. Disagree. It's not la
0: la la la. la. It is. It's la
1: la la la. la, la. la, la, la. You guys are so detail oriented. I hate (laughs) it. Um, okay. No, Buffalo's is sick because you know who? You know uh, who Jeff Skinner? Yeah. Do you know what song he chose? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> we're breaking what? free. We're soaring, flying. There's not a star in heaven
2: that we can't reach. If That's we're dying,
1: yeah, we're breaking free. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so sick after No, a it wouldn't. 100%. That's terrible. Everybody would go nuts. What song is that? It's from High
2: School Musical 2 or 3. I thought it was one. Oh, it might be the first one.
1: Yeah. It's when she stands up in the crowd. It's like, Troy. That's the third one. No. Yes. We're, we're at the basketball game? Yeah. Well, they're that's always the, at a basketball game. That's
2: true. But no, I know, I know the scene A basketball game,
1: of- a golf course, and then another basketball no, game. No,
2: that was the um, the game on song or whatever that's a different song that you're thinking of
1: oh get in my or get in your head
2: no that get, head in the game was high school musical one get
0: your get your get your, get your head in the game that's, yeah. high school
1: musical that's the first one. no way yeah troy and gabriella when gabriella stands in the middle of the crowd third movie no way yep really no yep. i think that's high school musical one no, yeah it has to be because it's such a classic
2: no, it's in the third one, I promise you. I don't even think I've seen I the third one. I have two younger sisters. I promise you that is a high school musical three. Okay. I'm not going to pretend to not know this. <laughs> it's high school musical
1: three. Anyways, <laughs> I think that'd be a really fun song.
2: No. I Okay.
1: You no. knew exactly what song I was singing. I did. And you did. joined in.
2: Okay. Well, I could sing lots of songs that you would know, but we're not going to well, do yeah, that. Yeah, like the Toronto this,
1: Maple Leafs School song. No.
2: Um that, well, Jake did that one earlier. He did a great <laughs> job. Um, but no, the, the Canucks need an energetic goal song. And I get it. Like, the, the idea is they want the crowd to be chanting. They want them to sing the la, 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 la. They want them to sing it. No one's doing it. Just play a damn exciting song that everyone likes. They've used Burn It to the Ground in preseason games. Everyone loves it. Uh, they've used, obviously, Holiday is the one that everyone wants to come back. No. Myself included. No,
1: no, no. I I I'm, I'm 100% disagree that they should not bring back a song. It's a brand new team. They need their own identity. They need a new goal song. They can't use an old one.
2: It's it's not about a new team. It's the team. It's the Canucks no, goal song. But this isn't the 2011 Canucks. This is a brand matter. new team. They were using Holiday in Pedersen's rookie season. This wasn't I, just the 2011 song. They used it a know. lot.
1: I think that they should switch it to a different song, not go back to the same one. Jake, Jake
2: yeah, where are you on this one?
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> Darth Vader. Up, what's, yeah. what's going
2: on over there?
0: I don't know. I don't, I guess, like, I get both of your points, but to me, is it kind of crazy to say I just don't really care that
1: much? <laughs> well, I mean, Marcus just came back from listening I mean, to it eight times. Yeah,
0: I care okay, deeply. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, Marcus goes to, like, half the games rogers arena every year of course he's gonna care about it but like for me you know i might i might not even go to a single game this year what's the nationals isn't it fishing in the dark um, well they used to have i like it i love it i I want want some more more of it 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 might still be it but again i don't go to the games so i don't know
1: no like the song
2: oh no it's a good country song it's a good one Mm, i don't think country should be
0: i thought they had fishing in the dark for quite a while. Maybe. But like I said, I, I don't go to the games, so I don't, I don't really know. It doesn't impact me that much.
2: Yeah. But
0: I, I, I get where I you're coming like, from. Yeah. Like usually when a goal is scored, it's just like, all right, I want to see the replay. I don't go like hmm what song are they
2: playing right now i it, i hate that like as you explain this i'm feeling stupid for caring no but, i care like <laughs> no. i care deeply it yeah. matters it's like it's
1: so it's what's it's, supposed to get the crowd excited yes
2: yeah. like the look, the viking clap you. the viking, you. viking clap was sick
1: yeah they don't do it anymore
2: no well they did it like twice to honor the Sedines. that's about it yeah
1: well, oh like, and then, no then they, they did, did it like, one time for year. Peterson. like i remember i specifically remember i went to a game we showed up a little bit late. We sat down in our seats and they started the Viking clap. And it was, oh, ow. Oh. And then all of a <laughs> sudden, <laughs> I want to speed it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So then Puck drops. Immediately, Pedersen goes on a breakaway, scores. The crowd went nuts. Yeah. They were already excited from the Viking clap. Just uh, let, make that the goal song. No,
2: <laughs> no. Okay, you had me, and then you lost me. I agree. Bring back the Viking clap. It's not a goal song. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. But no, they they gotta they gotta do something. They, they gotta figure it out. Okay, um, we
1: should probably bring it back to the game. Yes. Um. So Besser four goal night. Yep. Pedersen gets a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua gets a goal.
2: Yeah, a nice one too. I'm glad he got one because he is another guy that played a very underrated good game like he went very under the radar I, I was very happy with his game so i'm glad he got rewarded with a goal
1: jt miller got a goal
2: yep it was a good one too
1: and Connor mcdavid did not get a goal no he did not as we talked about earlier no nope. uh kuzmenko had a couple of assists assist, yeah yeah,
2: yeah it was an assist to a dry Seidel scored on the power play it was a good goal too But it's like, that is the best power play in the league. Oh, can we talk about the Canucks power play? Yeah, we
1: should probably talk about the power Oh my
2: God, did that look better. Yeah. That looked so much... The players moved around. It was unlike anything I've seen them do in the last four years. It was unbelievable.
1: It was a good mix from last year to this year. They still kept the drop pass. Can't get rid of that. They
2: tried one drop pass that was just bizarre. And what was it was like they almost faked doing a zone entry and then... Did the drop pass? But it like it got completely scrambled, and we got rejected at their blue line. And what was funny was I said to Jess, I was like, "Oh, that was terrible. I hope they never do that again." And they didn't, which was cool because in the past everything has been so robotic that even when it doesn't work, they just keep doing it as if eventually it's gonna
1: down their throat.
2: Yeah, and you can't jam it down their throat. They. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get my point. <laughs> if if it doesn't work, stop trying it. If if it like Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. It was a play that clearly failed. And they didn't do it again. That was very encouraging for me because that hasn't that hasn't been something they've it done in good. the past. But like the players were so fluid. When Pedersen got his power play goal, it was from Quinn Hughes' spot. Yeah, right. They moved around. They switched positions. The defense had to try to follow them, and they got confused. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah, they're not staying stationary. I really like Kuzmenko playing behind the net. I didn't think I would yeah but he played it really well
2: yeah it's not bad i thought he would be the one like in the crease and i guess sometimes he's still yeah is. like yeah he circles around because he, he got a lot gets. of goals last year that way yeah just being in the crease and being ready for that tip yeah right
1: i think he'll still be there best yeah. of playing the bumper really like that for him yeah and moving between there and the hash marks yeah. like if he's yeah, he's not just staying there
2: if he can consistently pull off that clap bomb from there oh Uh oh what's the
1: prediction <laughs>
2: 82 goals. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, oh man, could, hang on. We haven't talked about this, like, not in a serious manner, anyway. Yeah. Could you imagine Brock Besser getting the rocket? No. Like, no, no. Let's just talk about it real quick, okay? He is on pace to win it. Like, let's let's oh. not talk about this like it's crazy. He looks like a goal scoring machine. What, like. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what the payout no, would be Marcus, if you put, We're not
0: doing this. Fox. If I'm doing this, Marcus,
2: at next week, we're not.
0: We're not doing this. in
2: next week's gambling corner. I want to know the odds on Brock Bester winning the Rocket next week. We won't do it now. I don't but even next, think he's an option to win it. Well, that sounds like you're going to make a lot of money. That's what that sounded like to me. That sounded like dollar signs. But we'll get that that stat to you next week. En- enough Brock Besser for Rocket Talk. Um man, I I don't even know where to go from here. That game was just amazing. It was so good to be at. The the vibe after the game, like getting on the Sky Train and stuff, everyone was happy. It was so weird. It reminded me of my childhood. It was awesome. So
0: I looked up I looked up the betting line for Brock Besser to win the Rocket. Yep. It is plus fifteen thousand.
2: Does that mean so if so if you bet a hundred dollars, you you, win you get fifteen, 15 ground. Sounds like the best hundred bucks you know I what ever though? spent.
0: So I'll tell you some of the people that he's in company with. Okay, which I think, Marcus, you might. <laughs> okay, whatever. There's two connectors. Um, so of <laughs> Jordan Kyrou, Jordan Cairo Okay. Trevor Ziegris, really? Dylan Larkin. Wait, what? Carter Verhage. Bo Horvat.
1: Bo Horvat's
2: the same odds to win the Rocket as Brock Besser?
0: Andre Kuzmenko. Jesus fuck. Mitch Marner and Sidney Crosby. The, yeah. Oh. Connor Bedard has a plus 6,500. So he's like over half. Like his odds are over half as high. And then Elias Pedersen's at a plus 5, like 5,000.
2: Okay. So like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Okay. I, I get it. I I I'm gonna be spending a lot of money in the next couple of days, I think, and hopefully <laughs> yeah. I'll be well, making I mean, a lot back.
0: Those odds are brought to you by DraftKings. Use code THPN if you're gonna your uh bet. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Great, great <laughs> job on the ad read there. Plug. Um <laughs> always gotta plug the sponsors.
1: Um Jake.
0: So we kind of yeah, talked about the forwards
1: on, of the power play. How do you think so, the defense went on the power play?
0: Um, I think that, so they definitely told Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson that if they aren't the ones with the puck on their stick, 80% of the time that they're getting taken off the power play because those guys just basically move the puck back and forth between each other and then look to set up either JT Miller on the far side Um, Kuzmenko in the bumper and then was it Besser and right in front of the net I think
2: Uh, a lot of the time yes yes.
0: yeah and then when they move they kind of move around but for the most part it's Pedersen and Hughes kind of cycle the puck at the top and then Miller comes flying in from like outer space <laughs> like, he's like he's like at the top corner of the zone it's crazy it's like he thinks he's gonna sneak in but it's like if I'm a defenseman on the penalty kill and I see JT Miller hanging out near the neutral zone I'm like okay like I know I, I know what you're doing buddy
2: I, I I'm sorry to cut you off but I have to draw this comparison I I know that people say that like um Ryan Miller is very s- or gee, Ryan Miller, Jesus, um, that JT Miller is very similar to Ryan Kessler. But I, I want to put a caveat on that. I think that JT Miller is similar to Ryan Kessler when he returned to Vancouver and was playing against us because that guy wanted to score more than anyone on the ice. He was slamming his stick on the ground. Same type of stuff. He'd, like, disappear and then come flying into the zone, just slamming his stick on the ice waiting for a puck. That is what JT Miller looks like on this power play. Which I like. Sorry, Jake. Didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to say it because I thought it.
0: No, no, you're okay. That was pretty much all I wanted to say. Anyway.
2: Oh, okay. So I should I should just <laughs> let you finish. But that's um, th- what what I love about this power play, other than just the all the movement, is that they ha- there's so many options. Right? Like like you were saying, like Patterson and Hughes holding on to the puck and looking for those options. But they' it got to a point where Pedersen was able to score because those options were taking all the defense away from Pedersen. Yeah. So he was able to walk in and rip one, right? That's not something we've really seen before
0: for the rip ki- one right down their throat.
2: Stop saying pause. that. <laughs> um, <pause. What>? <laughs> 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 it's, It's just really nice to see. It actually, it reminds me of Edmonton's power play a lot, where it's like, okay. Oh, my God. Well, think about it. Who do you want to load up on? McDavid? Nugent Hopkins? Dreisaitl? Whoever they have manning the power play. I think it's Bouchard right now. Almost everyone they put, Evander Kane, whoever you want to throw on that first line, they're all dangerous. For the first time Hmm. in quite a while, the Canucks have the players and the strategy to make them all dangerous. So you can't just go heavy on the puck carrier anymore. You have to respect everyone.
0: Vander Kane looked so dog in that game, though. Like, oh my God.
2: I'll be honest, I didn't notice his individual game very much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Every time he carried the puck into the offensive zone, he would get the puck stripped, or he'd like lose the battle. It was insane. Like, And we're talking about the Canucks defense doing this to him. It's crazy. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, Vander Kane just like – or he would like – another time I remember watching in the third period when, like, you could tell the Oilers gave up, he came in and just absolutely rifled a wrister off the glass, and it came flying back out of the zone. And I think that might have been the rush when Dakota Joshua scored. Maybe not, but still. Like, the guy just looked like he – I don't know. He looked like a Vander Kane of old which we all know is not what you want to be looking like. <laughs> no, de-
1: definitely not. <laughs> not the greatest.
0: <laughs> not a good look.
1: Um, anyway. One, one last thing I think we got to touch on. Yeah. Um, Cause we are running a little late. It's almost been the amount of time the first period took. <laughs> um, That's your Demko. Yeah. Not a lot. He didn't get talked about a whole lot until the news broke out mm-hmm. that he was battling the flu a little dehydrated, ended up puking in his mask. Yeah. And took it like a champ.
2: Yeah, I I didn't see it. I didn't know about it. Yeah. I actually remember it all. I mean, when you're at the game, you're not watching on TV. You don't have the camera showing you what to look at. You yeah. just have to be looking, right? So when they switched goalies, I didn't notice at first. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Al Murdoch comes over the PA system and goes, now in goal for Vancouver. Uh, Casey DeSmith. And I was kind of sitting there, and I I had this moment of panic. Right, I was like, "What the fuck happened to Demko?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a very important part of continuing to win hockey yeah. games, and I'm very scared of what we look like without him. Yeah, and so I was panicking, and I like my family has a group chat where like. Every, I, everyone just live texts about the game. Yep. So we're all talking and suddenly I'm just bombarded with text messages. Of, Where's Demko? What happened? Oh, well, they showed a clip where he might've gotten injured then he skated and he ran down the hallway. It was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then it wasn't until like, again, the press conference after the game where I had like, like breathed again. And I yeah. found out that he he had the flu, but yeah. yeah, battled through it. Good for him.
1: Yeah. It seems like uh, a, the flu was going through the Canucks. They were talking about how players were going back into the tunnel uh throughout the third period.
2: Yeah, Garland missed yeah. quite a few Garland I noticed right away because yeah. he was on that top line. And after a while I was like, wait, why is why is De Giuseppe playing on the first line? Yeah. What's going on here? It
1: was definitely a little confusing. And then yeah, they came out that there was a flu in the locker room. It's kind of running through everybody, but Yeah. Right? Jordan's flu game, Canuck's flu game. Same thing. Um speaking of flu game we're gonna jump into the inbox. <laughs> Great thing! I thought it was pretty One good. Of the
2: worst segues I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm working you're, on you're, it. You'll get better. Give you'll get better. Break. Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing good. First, first. Not my first time hosting. Not your first time hosting. Your first official. Never mind. I'm. Words aren't coming to me right now.
0: Uh, it when... is like eleven o'clock. It is yeah. quite
2: late. I did just work fifteen hours. I'm quite exhausted. Um let's Do you have to work tomorrow? I do, yeah. I gotta I, I have to be awake in less than seven hours.
1: That's yeah, not great. <clears throat> okay. So we'll run through this quiz. We we actually have a lot of questions. First question 30 goals for Brock Besser. Do you agree? I'm gonna oh, go to Jake okay. first. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jake? Jake? Yeah. Did, uh, did you catch that? Yeah. He, he said he's going to go to you
1: first.
0: Oh, boy. Okay.
1: Jake, do you think Brock Besser is going to get 30 goals this season?
0: Um. Well, considering he's like a sixth of the way there, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll say yeah.
2: Uh, I was going to say, I like, bringing it back down to earth here, it was one game. It was just one game. However, he's been a 30 goal caliber player in the past. I see absolutely no reason why he couldn't do that now. Even if even if he only scored one, even if he'd scored zero goals today, but played the same way he did, I would say yes because he looked like a guy who is determined to score. He has the confidence, he has the skill, he has the shot. This is a player I believe in. I don't know why I keep saying even if he didn't score a goal. I called this, like, in May that, that that something like this could happen. I'm standing by it. This is his year to break out. So, yes, 30 goals. I agree.
1: If Besser doesn't get injured, I don't see why it wouldn't be feasible.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the asterisk there, yeah. Yeah. If he stays healthy.
1: Um. Okay, next question. Amy We did let Marcus talk about Besser for as long as he wanted, so you're welcome. Um, (laughs) Next question. Do you think the performance against the Oilers was a one-time thing, or is it sustainable? One-time thing. Do you guys think it's sustainable to score eight goals a game? No. That is the correct answer, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, I don't even want you to try to fight this. It is not sustainable.
2: I'm not going to fight it. No, of of course. like. uh,
1: (laughs) i'll swap it do you think that the canucks can beat the oilers this saturday
2: i think they're in tough because like you know what one of one of don cherry's best like legitimate quotes that isn't just a meme ever is you do not run up the score on a team right before you're about to play them again
1: yeah especially their home opener too
2: yeah they're gonna come back not only are they going to be a little bit bloodthirsty, I would, man, if I were Pedersen, I'd be asking for a bodyguard in that game because you you saw the hit that Pedersen threw, right? Yeah,
1: that was nasty.
2: He took like 10 strides, then left his feet yeah. and just he bowled over someone. So I think that someone's probably going to go after him, not like in a crazy way, but he doesn't have a free pass, that's for sure, um, Which which a player of his caliber usually kind of would. Edmonton is gonna be bloodthirsty, man. They they are gonna want serious revenge because right now they're being mocked and ridiculed quite a bit for their performance. They're gonna wanna show that they can be better than that. Do the Canucks automatically lose? No. But man, they better be ready to play a much different team than they played on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see them winning. It's the Edmonton Oilers home opener, all the excitement. That barn goes crazy, especially for this season where they are, I think, the favorite to win the cup this year. Uh,
2: they are definitely up there. I, yeah. I'm sure it depends what like site yeah. you're using, but yeah, they're up
1: there. Um, yeah, they're not going to score eight goals. Um, uh, no, Every no. Canuck fan, do not get your hopes up. If they score over four, I I'm think thrilled. they win the game.
2: If they score over 4 and lose, I will be happy.
1: Yeah. Um, Jake, you said it wasn't sustainable. Uh can you still see them winning the game though?
0: Um, I think if they win if they win that game it's going to be a very low scoring game, which might be a hot take because obviously Edmonton's goaltending sucks and the Canucks defense sucks, but Um, I think it's definitely going to be a much more systems-oriented game than the last one was. I think having breakdowns is something that the Oilers are going to really focus on. And I think that in a game where you're really focused on systems, Connor McDavid is just built to exploit those things. So I think he's probably going to go off for at least one, probably more than that. Um, And if the Canucks win, it's going to be like 3-2 or less. So. Lock them down, because goals are probably going to be few and far between. But I'd love to see a shootout, because, like, not a shootout, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, a yeah. shootout, like, lots of goals, Yeah. because um, yeah. it's always more fun. <clears throat> like, if that, if that Canucks game had ended 8-7 instead of 8-1, oh. I feel like it would have been even more fun to Oh, that out. would have been way more fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad we didn't get scored on seven times, but I see where you guys are coming from.
1: <laughs>
0: Imagine how the Oilers feel.
1: <laughs> I got to point something out. Jack Campbell. None of those goals were his fault. And why'd they yank him partway through the second? Cause they felt bad. They felt bad. They felt bad because the team was not performing well and he was getting unlucky. So they pulled him. Mm. He's going to come in tomorrow. I might even bet for him to have a shutout.
2: They should have pulled Tyler Myers. Cause it wasn't his fault that he shot the yeah. puck over the glass, <laughs> they, but we felt bad for t- him. <laughs> so we should have pulled. Him.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull us. Aha. Now so, that is how you do a good. segue. Good. Uh, yeah, we've ran very long. We were excited to talk about this game. Um, but yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, got some trivia for you. Ooh. We're going to have a little intermission, chat it up. And in the second half, we're going to go over our Western Conference predictions.
2: Yes, and the rest of the NHL as yeah. there's some stuff we got to touch on there as yep. well.
0: Uh, so also, we'll just right before we go to break. Yeah. Because this probably won't come up in the second half. Um, UC Soros shut shutout today. Just uh, <laughs> wanted to get that in
2: there. I'm sure that'll be front page of the papers tomorrow, everyone.
0: Hey, man, there's only two goalies with
1: shutouts so far.
0: Ooh, maybe that's a trivia question. Who's the other goalie? Uh,
1: we'll- Casey DeSmith. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he has not let in a goal. He's only played eight minutes of hockey, but he he hasn't let uh, anything in. All right.
1: All right. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Peace. Bitch. Who's the
0: um, other goalie
1: that has a head out? I haven't paid attention to the NHL. Mm, um, Who would you guys won't guess. I guarantee you.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say like a terrible, like Chicago's
1: goalie. No. Uh, is that? Yeah, that's Mrazek. Peter Morazic? Yeah. 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 No. no. Um, um, what's what's like? What a, did Vegas play in their opener?
2: No, no, no. They there were there were goals both ways in that one. I'm pretty sure um yeah I don't know that's a good one I might have to I'm gonna try to keep my eyes away from the scoreboards and we'll uh we'll try to guess that one are they still they still haven't let it go in yep All right well they oh this episode will also come out the day after tomorrow so if people look at the answer and fact check it it could be wrong by then but right now it's correct um like Jake said we will catch or no no one said it we'll We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Stick stick around.
0: You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
2: That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man,
1: we got to sign this guy to a 6 by 6
0: Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Saros is the best goalie in the NHL.
1: Welcome back to this star-studded second half. After a nice long break, the boys are rejuvenated. They are excited, and we are ready to roll. Yeah, and how else to start season four with everybody's favorite, the goof of the week?
0: Oh yeah! What a goof!
2: I I hit two buttons at once, but that's okay. Uh, Jake, read your thing.
0: That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. What button did you press?
2: <laughs> you know how uh, your button and the.
0: Oh no. <laughs> 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 it's funny because you okay. can't
2: hear it but all the listeners heard it
0: <laughs> oh great okay well that was tyler's surprise headline the old uh yeah the like him. retro
2: one because it has no like yeah. speech in it it was just the original yeah. like him making that noise
0: yeah lovely yeah anyway um welcome to the biggest goof of the week this is the part of the show where i go to find a story that multiple a player coach team organization whatever what have you Bring up a story with the guys and we have a chat about it. And this week, the biggest goof of the week is Brett Howden of the Vegas Golden Knights ah. for taking Brandon Tanev's head clean off in a game where they were they pretty much had the game in the bag. It was like 4-1 late in the third, and he just made absolutely no contact with Brandon Tanev except for his jaw. I mean, he absolutely smoked him in the head. I'm sure you guys have probably seen the hit.
2: Uh, yeah, it was not pretty at all. It, it's the type of thing that I look at and I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. But, like, if that happened to someone on my team, I would be calling the police. Like, that that was a really bad hit.
1: Takes him out. Oh, the-
0: yeah. Ja- um. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like... What is so funny? I
1: can't see anything. So I no. don't Marcus, know what- Marcus is playing videos, but you no, connected I, through his phone.
2: I, I went to look at the <laughs> video again online just to make sure I wasn't missing mm. anything. And when I mm. tapped on it, I guess it, I had my volume up, so it started playing the play-by-play for a second. But it, it wasn't.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. Gotcha, can I see
0: gotcha? it? If you have
2: uh, you can kind of see it there in the in the corner. Uh, yeah, it is not a good hit. He comes in. It, oh, yeah. It's not only a headshot, but it's a blindside hit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is a, this is a textbook suspension is what this is.
0: Oh yeah. And I mean, is going to be out oh, with a concussion. Like you don't get hit like that and not be concussed.
2: Yeah, No, that's like, that's like, I don't know. What's the hardest thing that could hit you?
1: So uh, many things. A train? A meteor?
2: No, like a black <laughs> <laughs> a Getting hit by A <laughs> meteor in the head. <laughs> that would probably suck. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a damn crater in the middle of the arena right now.
0: <laughs> What's the hardest thing you can get hit by? A meteor. That's a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, what else
2: would you want to get hit by? I don't know. I was...
0: Excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. Alex, that was the perfect answer to that question. What's the oh, hardest shit. thing that could hit you?
2: A meteor. <laughs> not it's not, not
1: that
0: funny. <laughs>
2: An like, asteroid <laughs> yeah. could wipe out human civilization.
1: What else is harder that would hit you? No, that's fair. A that's knuckle fair. sandwich? No. <laughs>
0: oh man. yeah. The people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> <For> Crazy. <Christ's laughs> <sakes. laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, there you go—the biggest goof of the week. Brett Howden for just laying the stupidest hit so far of the year.
2: Yeah, what a what a stupid play. Um, moving on, we got a lot to talk about in the rest of the NHL. Yeah. But uh,
0: before we do, I have something I want to bring up about last week's episode because this pissed me off.
2: Okay. Uh-oh. Okay.
0: So in the first half of last week's episode, I wasn't there. I didn't get there till the second half. Right. And Marcus went on this tangent for like five to 10 minutes where he, his whole argument was predicated on something that wasn't even true. And I was like, I was just like losing my mind listening to this. So to all of our listeners last week, I'm sorry, but Oh my God, we have to clear this up. So last week you guys were talking about Jet Wu and how he's been in the organization for so long and how he was drafted after Brock Bester in 2015 and that, you know, it's it's time that he's joined the club and he's Mr. Abbotsford and all this stuff. He wasn't drafted until 2018, three years later. He's still only like 21 years old. He's not that old of a player. He Ooh. hasn't been in the organization Ooh. that long.
2: That's dun, dun, a dun. good point. Who was I thinking
0: of? There was someone else. I have no idea who you were thinking <laughs> of. But, dude, when I tell you, I was like, shaking my head i thought my head was gonna fall off because it's like (laughs) this guy is so much younger than you think he is and he still has room to develop and he can grow and he can maybe maybe still crack the roster at some point but obviously a lot of things have to happen between now and then
2: yeah for sure um i'm trying to think of who it was because i thought it was in that draft that we took someone that like Ended up like basically being a... Oh, it was Breezebois That's who it was. Mm. He was our third rounder in 2015, the year that uh, Bester was drafted. And it's funny because that is a name that I think a lot of Canucks fans only learned in like the last two years. Like he Mm. was not like really a well-talked about prospect at all. But yeah, he... Yeah, sorry, Mm -hmm. I I mixed him up
0: with uh, Jim. didn't, Didn't he just get his first NHL goal last year? I believe he did. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, at least for the first time last year, got NHL games. I don't think he would played mm-hmm. before last year, but yeah, this guy has been in our system forever. So definitely a late bloomer, but g- good to see that from him. And I'm deeply yeah. sorry that I confused him with Jet Wu. That, that <laughs> feels very stupid of me.
0: Well, everybody makes right. mistakes. I don't want to make you feel bad about it. I just thought like, oh my God, listening to that, I had to, I had to bring that up.
2: Yeah. Pr- appreciate that, pal. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: no worries. Uh, now to get into some more broad NHL news. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about is there was a bunch of signings this week for some reason. There were. Uh, I want to go over a couple. So, Rasmus Dahlin. did yes. you guys see his contract? Oh, my God. Eight years, oh. 11 million. Oh, my God. And Jake, do you want to take this as our resident defenseman?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So you guys remember when Jake Sanderson signed in Ottawa? Yes. And I was like, I just wasn't happy about it because...
1: (laughs) Why does this guy get all this money?
0: Exactly. Like, I just, I really wanted him to sign a deal that was more team friendly. Um, And I think the same can be said about Rasmus Dahlin. Like, yes, he was first overall. Yes, he's a good defenseman. He's probably going to be a very good defenseman for a long time in the NHL. But in order for Buffalo to win, they need some deals that are you know team friendly and when you're signing a guy to be the second or third highest paid defenseman in the NHL you know he now all of a sudden has to be that and I just don't know if putting that much pressure on him at the age he's at is going to do good things for him you know we know Buffalo is a very very tough place to play hopefully that changes like we think that's going to happen this year but I genuinely believe that this money is going to change him And I'm afraid it won't be for the better, but you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong and he will become the best NHL defenseman. Um, and make it worth the money. But quite honestly, if if he isn't the best or at least within the top five, you know, it's, it's going to be a long time. It's a lot of money over a long time. So that's kind of my take on it. So
1: there's three or there's two guys ahead of him that are making more money. Uh, Eric Carlson obviously making 11.5. Right. And Drew Dowdy yeah. making 11. Then it's Rasmus Donnelly. So technically, with this contract, they're saying that he's going to be the next generation's best defenseman in the NHL.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: How do you guys feel about that? I mean, I don't know because here,
2: here's the thing. like You talk about there is kind of a wave of young NHL defensemen right now that are very, very good. Right. You've got the Kale McCars, the Quinn Hughes', the Adam Foxes, Rasmus Dalin, Um, Heiskenen. Like you've got a big group of them. Right. They're all kind of looking at each other right now, going, What are we worth? Right? What like we are gonna have very long, likely very successful careers in the NHL. How much will teams pay us for that? This is a new benchmark. Because right now, I believe Quinn Hughes is making like... Eight, 7.85. 7.85 for what? Another three seasons? Uh, I don't have that, but yeah, that sounds about right. So he's making like less than two-thirds of that for a while. Yeah. So you can look at that two ways. One, the Canucks are getting a deal for the next couple years. And two, holy Jesus, he's going to make a lot of money when that contract is up.
1: Well, okay, so I've got the NHL defenseman uh, salaries... Okay. Just to kind of give people uh, a general idea. Around the same age, you got Charlie McAvoy who's making nine and a half. Right. You got Adam Fox also making nine and a half. Okay. Kale McCarr making nine. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev eight and a half. Miral Heiskinen, eight point four. Uh newly signed his partner, Owen Power, uh just got a eight year deal, I believe, for eight point three four? Eight point three five.
2: This is really, like, broadening my perspective on how much of a steal that Hughes contract it's is. It's a
1: huge steal. Looking at it, that Kale C- McCarr, Quinn Hughes, Miro Heiskanen, they're all steals compared to these contracts.
2: Yeah. How, how did Darlene even leverage $11 million? Like, pointing at, like, the other defensemen of his caliber and what they're making, how did he end up making, like,
1: $2 million more per year? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he had 73 points in 78 games last season. So, I mean, it's obviously good numbers, but it's not jump out numbers. Yeah. It's not what Carlson did last year. No. There's a couple of guys who are above him. I just find it crazy. I also find it crazy that Owen Power, at the age of 20 years old, was able to sign an eight-year deal worth 8.35. Yeah. And I mean, this goes back to like the Jack Hughes contracts. the, uh, uh, The guy on Minnesota, who I can't think of right now, Ottawa's had a couple of these contracts where they're just banking on them. Yep. turning out to be the player that they are. And I think giving Darlene and Owen Power, this both of these long-term contracts, they're really gambling that both of them are going to turn out to well, be what that contract's
2: well, worth. Well, Darlene's already a bit more proven. He right? is, but like, not he's 11
1: ar- million proven.
2: Maybe not, but that gamble, like that, it's exactly that, right? It could pay off very, very well. It might not, but I, I think it will. Owen power is a little more questionable because of how young and inexperienced he is, but dolly has been around long enough and he's shown enough of himself that you can say, you know what? Eight years from now, $11 million is going to look like nothing. Right. I, I don't know if you're on the same page as me with that, Jake, but that that's how I see that one.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, they've got, they've been doing it where they're signing all of these young players to long-term contracts. Like they've got Tage Thompson signed for $7 million, Dylan Cousins signed for seven, or not $7 million, seven years. Uh, both those guys signed for seven years. So they're racking up these young guys and just locking them into contracts. So right. I guess that's the plan. They're all just banking on them to do well. So one of those where wait and see, and uh, hopefully it all turns out well. Now, there was another two signings for the same team. Mark Scheifele and Connor Hellebuck both signed seven year deals at 8.5, the exact same contract for both players. What is Winnipeg doing?
2: Uh, Jake, this is a you question.
0: Is it? I mean, I could have sworn. Yeah, well, like, because do you guys remember at the end of last season and kind of into the summer a bit? The question was, where is Scheifele going?
1: Both of them. Yeah. It was like it was like. Well, this, I mean, yeah, too, but big time uh, well, trade deadline deals.
0: Yeah, like, but now all of a sudden they're doubling down on a core that, like, if you're building a franchise, are you looking at Mark Scheifele and Connor Hellebuck and being like, okay, this is going to be the center of my core that's going to win me a cup in the next eight years?
1: Yeah, like this. Both of these contracts are going to take them until they're 37 years old.
0: Yeah, like this. These contracts remind me of the contracts that Taves and Kane signed in twenty fifteen. Like after they won the cup. Yeah. When they both signed eight year deals at ten and a half million.
1: Yeah, like Winnipeg just forgot that they didn't win a cup.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that they're probably not going to soon. That's what I'm saying. Like it was literally at the end of the Blackhawks window when they re-signed them, and like what came from twenty fifteen to twenty twenty three. What happened to the Chicago Blackhawks?
2: Nothing well they blew up
0: exactly exactly and so like for me it's like this is what winnipeg's doing to themselves with all that being said though i absolutely love these deals i love them i would not change anything about them i think that winnipeg's doing everything <laughs> right to make me happy. <laughs> right
2: that uh that about makes sense but it, it is weird it doesn't make sense to be like mid rebuild and be like you know what we're gonna lock up two franchise vets that's what we're gonna do
1: well especially on a team that's on the decline yeah. Like, I, for so long. Like, I wouldn't maybe even say they I, I could see like, a three-year, unless they had leverage over Winnipeg somehow to get the long-term.
2: I don't know if they're declining or if they're just kind of bottomed out right now. Like, I think, I think what they've maybe done is Minnesota wilded themselves, where they're just going to be very mediocre for a long time now. Right? It's like, uh, why can't I think of them? What are the two guys that Minnesota had signed forever on big contracts that just never did anything with the team because the team was
1: never good around them.
2: You you know the guys I'm thinking of.
1: Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, Parise and Ryan Suter. Suter and Zach Parise. Yes, yeah. that is
2: exactly right. That's what this reminds me of. It's a middling team that doesn't really know what they are, just locking up a couple guys because I guess they had the cap space to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're going to be competing. Like, for the amount of this contract, the highest i see them which is probably where they're at right now is a first round exit. Yeah. I don't see them getting any better with these guys signed? No. Nope. All i can see is like that's their cap they're just going to get worse from there.
2: Yeah, it is it is very strange.
1: Cuz they're not they're not a free agent destination. <laughs> like, they're not. <laughs> no,
2: they, not only are they not a free yeah. agent destination, they are the least desired yeah. city to play in in the NHL.
1: So, I don't know where they think they're going to get the talent to be able to move them to Stanley Cup pedigree. Yeah. Because it's not going to be through free agency unless they hit on every single draft pick that they can do. But that's going to be in like the 15 or the 13 to like, I don't know, 17, 18 pick. Yeah. Like you just you can't build uh, NHL. Uh, Stanley Cup winner no. with that, not that I, combination
0: not that I like to come to the defense of the Winnipeg Jets that often however I think that their pick from this year's draft was like for where it was they got the best pick they got like the best in value you know what I mean
1: who'd they take again
0: Colby Barlow yeah that oh, was a yeah, good he pick was
1: the big, and he, he slipped yeah he was the big power forward from Calgary I liked him
0: yeah Right, like I think they got the the best value out of their pick this year. So if they continue to draft that way in the future, maybe in some way they can have um Shifley and Hellebuck turn into almost like a Ben and Sagan kind of thing where you have like these veteran depth guys that make a lot of money, but then the your talent comes from your youth. And that's why they're good. Maybe that'll happen.
2: Yeah, like, but I, I, I think it. also Dallas is Uh, the exception in that scenario not really the standard like that's that's pretty rare what dallas was able to do but then they are also surrounded by incredibly talented young players that mostly went as high draft picks so winnipeg either needs to get a little bit worse pretty quick to acquire those or make some very very good draft choices in the middle of the pack which again very difficult to do
0: but I think that you're exactly right in, in the latter half there. Like they're gonna have to draft well. Yeah. Because now that they've that they've locked themselves into Shifley and Hellebuck, who are, you know, objectively they're strong hockey players. Well, hockey player and hockey goalie, but like they're they're good pieces to a team. Um it's just like you said, it's kinda weird that they're almost Minnesota wilding themselves. But who knows? We'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. But I hope that it doesn't work out. Yeah, you would.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, besides that, there's not a whole lot. I mean, it was the. It's literally been three days since the season started.
2: Connor Bedard.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess we could talk about that. Yeah. Did you guys watch the game?
2: I did not watch the whole game, but I saw both. I saw his first assist and his first goal.
1: Jake, did you watch the game?
0: I watched most of his first game, and I watched none of his second.
1: Okay, well, you, me, and 1.34 million people watched that game, uh, Conor Bedard's first game, which is and the most through. watched regular season game. That's crazy. It is a little crazy. Yeah. It doesn't seem Outside like Outside yeah. of Winter
0: Classics. Outside of Winter Classics. It's like hey, a regular yeah. game. Yeah, but
2: still, like, here's the thing. Like, good for them. Like, I'm glad that this is bringing viewership into the NHL. That's important. They're trying to grow the game and get a bigger audience, and that's good for everyone involved. But, really? Like, uh, we all know how obsessed I was with Connor Bedard over the summer. I didn't go out of my way to watch it. Like, I'm I'm just surprised that it got as much attention as it got. You know? And he got a point, which is great. And then in the next game, he got a goal. You guys saw the goal, right? The wraparound? Yeah. Yep. Kind of not really... Not how I would have guessed his first goal would have gone.
1: I mean... Look, you put yourself in positions to score. Like you're not gonna. It's not gonna always be that high right reel, like uh, Jonathan Taves's first goal, yeah, or uh, Jordan Eberle's first goal, like those highlight yeah, right ones. Eberle's was crazy. Yeah, like or just a Matthews'
0: simple, four goal night to start his career. Yeah, like yeah. those are those
1: yeah. aren't always gonna. happen. We can't that.
0: all be Brock Besser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't there was it Jake Evans that also had a four goal a night to start his career, and one of them was like the overtime winner.
1: Uh, that Couldn't I tell don't you. remember I'm not up to date on my Jake Evans knowledge no me either there was there was some player out of Montreal that was like a nearly a no name he was
0: nearly a nobody and his career debut he scored four goals like it was a one goal game so he scored the game winner and then basically did nothing else well nothing really of like highlight real note no. but yeah I think it was Jake Evans anyway probably yeah. doesn't matter
2: I just mean like when you look back at a lot of players, like their first goal is like a classic goal, you know. Like you you look back at Ovechkin, just ripping one—that's an Ovechkin goal. You look at the Sedin's; it was both of them were from each other, like classic Sedin goal. Uh, Elias Pettersson, right? His first goal was a two-on-one streaking down with I think Nikolai Goldobin, and he got the the pass and just or sorry, no, he took the puck in, faked the pass, and ripped it. Classic Pedersen goal, very good. All the moves we've seen from Bedard are like stick handling in a phone booth in, in, in the middle, it like right up the gut, and then shooting, or, or just undressing a goalie. This is just a wraparound, which was good. I'm n- I'm not saying it was
1: bad. I just mean, I don't know. Did I was hoping you, for something crazy. I think we'll get that as the season goes on. I would think so. Uh, did you guys hear the uh, puck drop when he and Connor, Connor Bedard, and uh, Sidney Crosby?
2: I did. Jake, did you catch that one?
0: Yeah, and, like, I thought that the way that the ref chatted with both of them was so corny. It, yes, thank
1: it, you. It was. Thank and you. you could just tell how nervous Bedard was. He, like, he just didn't care. No. Yeah. But.
2: No, he was like, I'm I'm playing my first NHL game ever, and I'm facing off against Sidney fucking Crosby, yeah. and I, I don't care what yeah. you're saying right now. <laughs> just
1: drop the puck, <laughs> and me get it over with.
2: Yeah, like. No, it like I get what they were trying to do because it almost reminds me of like like an NFL mic'd up moment or whatever. Yeah. Like where you know you can hear them having the banter and whatever, and that's fine. But they didn't make it a like a mic'd up moment. They no. like planted mics on all three of them and were like, Hey, have a conversation before you <laughs> yeah, drop the puck. It was just... Like the ref like you could tell in a normal scenario, I'm sure the ref might have gone like, hey. You know, good luck out there. Like, you know, congrats on making it, whatever. But this was so scripted. Yeah. It was so like, hey, Connor, how are you doing? Welcome to the NHL. Sidney Crosby, welcome back. Let's have a good one. Okay, boys, let's go. And then dropped it. It was like, come on, man. You're not supposed, you're not part of this. No,
1: they've, uh, they really are trying to dig into this. Connor Bedard is the face of the NHL. Yeah. And they are, I think, like any highlight, anything the kid does, you're going to see it oh, everywhere. Yeah. So, we're gonna see the highlights soon. They're gonna be coming once he gets his feet wet, gets you know a little bit more comfortable being in the NHL.
2: He's gotta wet those blades.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a little tough with Taylor Hall out week to week.
2: Yeah, that's rough.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, f-
2: a few injuries already this year. After like two games, a yeah. lot of a lot of players coming out injured.
1: But hey, he's got Corey Perry there, so oh, he's gonna oh, be he's saved. Um, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about in the NHL?
2: Uh nothing major for me. What about you, Jake?
0: Um no, nothing that comes to mind right away.
1: Yeah, I mean like we said, it's been 2-3 days. Yeah. Next week there's going to be a yeah. lot more to talk about. We're going to have probably I think like 3 Canuck games.
2: Uh yeah, something like that. Yeah, between we now Yeah, we and play on Saturday, which I think will be the day this gets uploaded. Yeah. And then we're on like a 7 game road trip here. We're gone for a while. Yeah. So,
1: um Predictions Can
0: we get
1: into our standings. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, okay. So thank you for reminding how, us.
2: We're doing the Western conference, correct? Yes. Oh, damn. That's I forgot correct. about yeah. that
1: completely. I do have mine written down. Okay. I'm making mine up as I go. Now, do I need to change okay. anything based off the
0: Alex? Why don't you start us off? Uh,
1: you guys want to start with the central or the Pacific?
2: Uh oh, we're, we're going by division, right? Uh, it's, go central first. Central
1: first. Okay. In last place in the central, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. Fair. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be that great. I mean, Connor Bernard's going to be good. Taylor Hall is going to be good. I think a sneaky pick off that Chicago team is. Uh, I hope I say this right, Andreas Athanasiou.
2: Hey, you got it. Yeah,
1: I think Holy he's going to have a really, hell? really good season. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, what can I say? Alex, uh, have you been practicing? No, I don't take <laughs> Looking at himself practice. in the mirror before he comes here. Athena,
2: <laughs> yes. see you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see you later. Uh, coming in third in the Central, I'm going to have. Thanks. <laughs> boys, I'm predicting. Sorry.
2: sorry, sorry.
1: Get it together. I'm taking the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> Ooh. to finish third. Uh, I don't know what that team is doing. I don't know who they have. They have a great first line, and that's about it. After that... Is that a dog barking in the background?
2: Oh, you can, oh, hear, can you that, hear that. Eh? Yeah, my my dog is upstairs just going ape shit, and I, okay. I don't Detective. know why. It, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. There's probably a paper okay. bag blowing down the street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay, so yeah, St. Louis third. This is probably the toughest decision I had to make was who's going to be coming next. I'm going to take... I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Nashville to finish fourth to last in the Central. Uh, Then I'm going to have Winnipeg (laughs) finishing on top of Nashville. (laughs) 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 Um, I think their goaltending is just a little bit better than Nashville. Can you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you fucked all the way. <laughs> <laughs> their depth, uh, they got their uh, Winnipeg just, I feel like they have that top name, Josh Morrissey, on right. the back end where Nashville just doesn't have that.
2: Right. They don't have like a big name defense.
1: No. And forward. I mean, they got Mark Shafley on Winnipeg.
2: Yeah. I, Can you name a forward for the
1: Preds? Uh, the guy that got traded to Tampa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's his face? Um, oh, they got Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly, yes, Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, when you have Ryan O'Reilly as your top player of a team, it's kind of like...
2: Yeah, like how good
1: are you, Yeah, you know? Uh, Either way, I don't have either of those guys making the playoffs. So I have five coming out of the Pacific. Okay. Uh, But I do have Minnesota finishing third, Colorado finishing second, oh, and Dallas Dallas, uh, finishing first in the Central.
2: Damn.
1: Is that surprising? A little bit, yeah. I'm really high on Dallas this year.
2: I can tell by how you said they'll finish first. That's great. Well, <laughs> <I mean. laughs> um, Jake, I believe that's your turn.
0: I have Winnipeg finishing in last. <laughs> I have the Arizona Coyotes coming in seventh, the Chicago Blackhawks in sixth, the Blues in fifth, the Preds in fourth, then I have the Wild in third, the Stars in second, and the Avalanche winning the division.
1: Uh, how many teams do you have coming out of that division?
0: Uh, I have four coming out of the Central.
1: Oof. Surprise, surprise. Okay, well... um, Man, that had so much venom in
2: it. That was crazy. It's like, all right, here's my list. Winnipeg gets relegated. They're they're playing in the AHL. We're promoting the Manitoba Moose, who will also finish last trash organization. Uh, No, um, I think... I gotta go with Arizona and last. Still, I just Chicago sucks, but like they do have some talent up front. Oh, I, could, I Arizona
1: couldn't, has talent. Up I front. couldn't
2: name four players on the Yotes right now. Oh, you haven't seen? Okay, that. Name, I, healthy, okay. all right. I could name a name, couple. I could name a couple.
0: Name but. three healthy players on the Blackhawks up front.
2: Connor Bedard, Corey Perry.
1: I literally, yeah, I I literally said a player. <laughs> I, have nothing. I think Arizona is going to surprise some people. I mean, they were good in their home barn last year.
2: They were actually surprisingly good at home. Um, I saw something that if they had the same record away as they did at home last year, they would have made the playoffs. It was crazy. Yeah, But Logan
1: Cooley is going to have a crazy year. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited true. to see what he does. Uh, that Marcelli kid who kind of blew up in the last half of the season. Yeah. Both those guys, I think, are going to be really good. And Matt Dumba. Yeah, that's. I mean,
2: Matt Dumba is that like the most obvious trade bait piece? Yeah, at, at I mean, the deadline, it's smart. Like, yeah, they're gonna get something for it.
1: Yeah, like San Jose, why don't they do that?
2: Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll jump forward here. uh Arizona, then I have Chicago coming in just ahead of them. I think I also got to go with St. Louis here. They're just like, I don't know. They are a team that is going into a deep rebuild, and that's fine. They won their cup. That's the cycle of a team. But they're they're not gonna do well this year, that's for sure. Uh next. Oh, man, this is a toss up. I think I have to go with the preds, man. I'm really sorry. Like it's it's just they're not the, the preds have a future. They really do.
1: That's you're putting them in
2: the same place I
0: did. Yeah. I okay. Fourth, I guess that's fourth f- in the division.
1: No, he put them uh,
2: fifth. I have Arizona, Chicago, St. Louis, Nashville.
0: Oh God, he's got them in the same place okay. as me. It's
2: yeah, I,
0: such a, whatever,
2: <laughs> dude. Just, I'm I'm sorry. There's like, here, and but here's what I'm saying though. It was a toss up for me. Yeah, like, same in with my me. Head, same
1: with me. They're going to be really
2: close. Yeah, I would not be. I would not they be... always
0: are. That's why I hate them because the <laughs> Winnipeg Jets and the Nashville Predators are always at the same level. They're either good together or they're bad together. And yeah. I hate yeah. them and I don't, yes. Fa- okay. Dude, dude right, fair enough. Whatever. I get it.
2: And <laughs> again, this is a toss up. I just, I have to put them both somewhere. I think Winnipeg this year probably has it, but I wouldn't be stunned if uh, if Nashville finishes above them.
1: Yeah.
2: Now, now, I think we've all been looking at this the same way. It you go from eight to four, and then there's a big jump, and then there's three, two, one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have Minnesota at three, and I I I have to keep Colorado at one, so that'll put me with Dallas in the second spot. Colorado they're is missing just, Landeskog the whole season. They they are, but they still have McKinnon. They still have Rantanen. They still have Kale McCarr, Devon who they just locked up. Like there's, but there's a really that? good experienced young team there. That's a hard thing to find. And ex- who's who's
1: in net for Colorado? Couldn't tell you exactly. That's what I mean.
2: And here's the thing: Ooh. I I love Jake Ottinger too. Ottinger is a really really good young goalie, and I like him. And if Dallas finishes, if Dallas finishes above Colorado, Ottinger I think will be the big reason why. But I think right now I just have to go with Colorado because their their group up front is so talented.
1: It's Gorgiev. Gorgiev. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. Just Dallas' top six, you got uh, Pavelski, Robertson, Rupe Hintz, and then you're going to have the veterans on the second line of Pavelski's
2: like
0: 39, and then you're like, yeah, then but this comes is, the veterans.
1: Yeah, but this is the veterans Yeah, line. but he's
0: still like one of the best tippers yeah. in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. He's still he's, got he's, it. He's lethal, man.
1: He's uh, good. Having Sagan, Ben, and Matt Duchesne on that second line. Matt Duchesne's not going to go. I forgot Duchesne. Yeah, there. not going after the top line of the other team. He's going to be able to just do his thing. They yeah. still got Wyatt Johnson. They got Miro Heiskanen, Jay got injured. that. It is I a think very good be team. Really good this year.
2: I, I don't blame you for thinking that. I, I would again not be surprised if it did happen. But if I really had to guess right now, I would say the Avs still take it.
0: Yeah, now I, I can see I can see Dallas like really pulling away. I think they're a very good regular season team. Hmm. Playoffs, I don't think so, but I think regular season. I think they could have a really good season. Fair Thank enough.
1: You. That uh, brings us to the Pacific. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, did you have four or three teams making it out of the? Central. Ooh, uh, three. Are you writing these down? Nope. You might, you might want to.
2: No, it's okay. I'll remember.
1: You're gonna remember for the whole People season. He will
0: remember Jack. Shit, yeah, I would
1: are, write them down I we need to this. go back to them at the end of the season.
2: I'm gonna be like, I remember what I was thinking.
1: You, uh, what did you, what'd you do yesterday? Yeah, exactly. When? No. <laughs> uh, the Pacific I know what division. You did yesterday. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Pacific I got five teams making it out of here, obviously. I don't have San Jose. I think they are going to be the worst team this season. They didn't quite make the cut for you. No. eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got San Jose finishing last, Anaheim finishing seventh. Uh, And then this is where it got messy. I know I'm in the minority here, but I have Seattle finishing sixth. Whoa. Yep. I I think last season they had a great season, but I think it was uh, kind of a, what's it called? Uh, Flash in the pan? No. Uh, A a miracle run? Story, or a Cinderella? Cinderella story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a Cinderella story. I then have Calgary making the playoffs coming fifth. Then I have Vancouver coming fourth. Then I've got LA. And then Vegas and Edmonton are a complete toss-up to me. If Edmonton's goalies can figure it out, I think they take first, which I think Jack Campbell will. So I'll have Vegas in second, Edmonton in first. Okay. Jake, what you got?
0: Um, I agree with you a lot, man. Like I think that your list looks pretty good. Mine's gonna look very similar. I have San Jose in dead last and I have Anaheim coming just ahead of them. Um obviously like for me, it's kind of a no brainer, and I feel like if anyone who has anything different would have to really mm-hmm. explain themselves. Um. After that, I also have Seattle coming in sixth. Oh, you do? It's, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Hop on the I, I just, I don't know. You know, like last year, they definitely surprised some people. Yeah. But the additions and subtractions they made in the offseason don't really lend confidence. Yeah. I think that they got weaker on the back end, which is where they were most successful last year. Like, I think they had a really strong decor last year. So we'll see. I mean, like. Vince Dunn obviously had a breakout I think two years ago and even last year he did really well too so maybe he can kind of tap into that again we'll see but yeah I'm not super high on the Kraken and and then after that I have the Calgary Flames finishing in fifth um, but like you mentioned I have two teams coming out of the Pacific as well so I do have them picking up the second wild card spot
1: you don't have Nashville making the playoffs
0: Oh, yes, I do. My bad. I do have four oh. coming out of the Atlantic and four coming out oh. of the... Well, I don't have it written down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I it's funny because I was even sitting here thinking, like, really? I have the Flames making the playoffs. seems weird. Like, I don't really think that. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, the Flames being in fifth, and then that puts – I have the LA Kings in fourth, the Canucks in third, wow. the Oilers in second, and the Knights in first.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Yeah.
0: I think I also think it's a really hot take to take Vegas anywhere other than first. They look really solid, man. Like, yeah, I like, agree. I don't that. know. Like, I, I, I yeah. Anyways, they're one of those teams like, that's
2: just stupid good. They're good at abusing the salary cap, and when all else fails, they're a prime free agent destination. So yeah. they can pick up anyone they want at any time. Anyone would make would waive their no move
1: clause for them. It's just, they're one of the they are
2: one of the easiest organizations to be successful
1: and they finally got the star powered talent yeah that everybody's been wondering if they needed they got the big name jack eichel mark stone uh
0: alex petrangelo yeah
1: shay theodore yeah uh, just uh, their goaltending both of them edmonton and vegas i think it comes down to goaltending
0: yeah
2: yeah that's that's true and I think Vegas has been getting better goaltending. Yeah. I mean,
1: we've only seen
2: the Edmonton play one game, but yeesh. Yeah, it wasn't great. But <laughs> Jack, it was not Jack Campbell's fault. No, that was all the goal, on Skinner. The goal yep. in that
0: game. I think I would blame the defense if I was going to blame anyone in that game. Yeah. Anyway, but we um, talked about that in the first half, which was
2: yesterday. Right, yes. We did record the first half yesterday. <laughs> um, okay, my list is... Yeah, I mean these are gonna look a little bit similar, right? I've got San Jose at the bottom because wow, they they have just finished selling. This is a rock bottom for an NHL team, is where they are. And so the guys, good news is it's it's only up from there. Is Will Smith playing in the NHL this year? I, I do
1: not know.
0: No, he's he should be in jail.
1: What <laughs> no, assault. Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: they
2: <laughs> anyway, San Jose is at the bottom. That's the way it is. Anaheim, I think we'll have a sizable gap, but we'll still be one spot in front of them. You guys are not going to like this. I have the LA Kings coming in next. Oh my God. I, Wait, what, what, what spot is this? This, this is sixth. Sixth. sixth.
1: This is sick LA and sick. The Kings. Holy six. shit, dude. This, this might be one of the worst takes I've ever seen. Yeah, that
0: that's, dude, that's a hotter take than Tampa missing the playoffs.
1: That's a hotter take no. than Brady Kachuk winning the Rocket. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Okay. No, it's not. I, I realize that this is a hot take. I know that. I'm not high on LA at all. I don't think that it's really going to come
1: together for them. I don't know, but you you know what? It came together last year. Not really. They took Edmonton to seven or six games. You're right, in the first round. Yeah. then bounced in the first round. Because they're playing the second, or probably the second best team in the NHL. They're playing the second best team in the division. No, in the NHL, because they took Vegas. Vegas took Edmonton to six as well. And then nobody was coming close to that. Okay, So you could call them the third, fourth best team in the NHL.
2: Look at it how you want. I don't know. I, I don't fully even know how to explain why, but I just haven't liked what I've seen from LA in like a long-term sense. After like longevity wise, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up. Um, next, after that, I then have the Calgary Flames. Uh, I think that again, Calgary is calgary's in a bad spot man i think a lot of people want out just oh J- jake you uh you <laughs>
0: sorry what what is
2: going on
0: sorry um i'm running behind so i have to take off but i didn't want to interrupt you and i was like maybe i can start my car without interrupting uh no that
2: that's okay i'll uh i'll be quick here um yeah hey, I'm, I'm also here,
0: maybe i'll mute i'll
2: Okay, he's going. To, you <laughs> he, can he muted himself yeah. completely, like mid sentence. That's funny. Um, I then have the Seattle Kraken in that fourth spot, followed by the Canucks, followed by the Oilers, followed by the Golden Knights. Are now, you
1: are you willing to make a bet right now that no. LA finishes higher than Canucks? No, <laughs> I'm not willing to make a bet. So you're, this is Homer. This is Marcus being a Homer. It, it, it is. And I've like this whole preseason. Yeah. You've been saying the Canucks aren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I, I mean, and all of a sudden they're coming third
2: in the division. now. I'm a deeply unstable person. Yeah. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. I don't know, man. I, sometimes this team shows me things I can believe in. Other times it shows me garbage. I don't know what to look at first. Right now, the only NHL thing I've seen them do is beat the Oilers 8-1. And Brock Besser is going to win the rocket. That's the only things oh, that have man. been proven to me Jesus. so far. Um, Man, Jake is on mute right now, just like having an He's punching aneurysm. The he... right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, I am. What the hell? Dude, you have been talking about how the Canucks aren't going to make yeah. the playoffs. You're not getting Every your time hopes we bring up. It it's it up. not happening. They're finishing fifth just outside of the playoffs. No, they're actually gonna finish third. They're, they're gonna in yeah, LA. But then they're they, going on a run.
1: <laughs> it, this guy, one game know, in, and is it, it's build the fucking parade. Yeah, b- or plan it. the parade. <laughs> yeah, where's the parade route? <laughs>
0: I mean, it's got to
2: go over the Lions Gate, right? That'd be so sick.
1: No, why the fuck would it yeah. go over the Lions Gate?
2: Because for the pictures, the fuck pictures God. of that would be nobody's to be able to see it. Well, yeah, there'd be like people on the sidewalks. And then the gigantic bike lanes that we have instead of a fourth lane.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> open the counterflow for all the flows. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be even
2: better. Just close the one middle lane, have the parade there, and then normal traffic on either
1: side. <laughs> they, sh- they should just take it through Hastings. Oof. <laughs> That's just, what like, I want to see.
2: Worst area.
1: <laughs> um, oh man! So okay. you are a Homer. Yeah, it's nothing new. Yeah, I don't you probably should have seen. I this don't team. know.
2: I reserve the right to change my entire list in a week. Well,
1: you're gonna forget it, so you probably will.
2: I'll. I won't forget. Okay, I know
1: who I am. Um, and you had four teams coming out of the Pacific or five?
2: I think before I said oh, okay. five, <laughs> I think, but probably four. Four.
1: So that means Calgary and Vancouver make it. Yes. I don't know. No, no,
2: uh, sorry. uh, Seattle and Vancouver.
1: Oh, you have Seattle over Calgary. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I mean, they're pretty (laughs) similar, but we have some discrepancies. You also have Vegas finishing first.
2: I do. Yeah. That's just, it's hard to bet against that. It is. Like the, the, the defending champs, in my opinion, they haven't really gotten any worse. That that's a very hard team to beat.
1: Uh, do you guys want to pick President's Trophy? Who we think win in the league?
2: Um, no. But if I had to guess, I would say New Jersey. Really, New Jersey? I'm really high on New Jersey. Interesting. They they collected the right amount of Hughes
0: Brothers.
1: Okay, uh, Jake, if you can hear us, who do you think's winning the tro or the President's Trophy?
0: I'm gonna take Vegas actually, which I think. Feels like a combo because they won the
1: cup, but like. I would I say that's pretty surprising. Yeah, I'm taking Vegas. Uh, I'm going to take Toronto. Fuck you. I am Fuck going you. to. <laughs> <laughs> he unmuted himself <laughs> just
2: to tell you that.
1: Uh, I think their division got a lot weaker and I think they got a lot better. I know they built more for playoffs, but.
2: What you think the Leafs are built more for the playoffs than they are for the regular season? I
1: think last season to this season they built more for playoffs, with who they brought in. Uh,
2: yeah, okay. I I do see where you're coming. Oh, well, they from. brought
1: in Max Domi, uh, Ryan Reeves. Uh, what's his face? Tyler yeah, Bertuzzi. Is,
2: is Ryan Reeves really still a playoff impact guy? Just physically, like, he he is physical, but like at the expense of skill, which I don't think you can afford to take out. Well, in the yeah, playoffs. but he's also
1: playing bottom line minutes. I mean, they got Klingberg in like, yeah, I don't know again, if they can figure out goaltending. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for predictions for the regular season. That'll do. Uh, I don't think we're putting anything on it because none of us have any idea.
2: No, I'm terrified of my own list. It's more more of a humiliation thing. Yeah.
1: But we have fun here.
2: (laughs) We like to have fun here.
1: Um, this week I have a thought.
2: Oh, one thought.
1: One thought only.
2: Oh, wait. Um, how did how did we even introduce this? It's been a while.
1: Um, uh, oh, no, no red
2: one. Hey, want- Thoughts, Jake. Jake, unmute. J- oh, we lost Jake. Oh, okay. Jake is. We'll see if we can get him back, but uh, no promises. Oh, I thought he would have
1: liked this thought. Uh, oh, okay, damn that's it. okay. okay. We to... don't need him. We don't need him. Yeah. Okay. What is the thought? Why. Is the top of a ladder not a step?
2: Because there's nothing to hold on to up there.
1: Yeah, but like if you're on the second to last step. Yeah. You have nothing to hold on there either.
2: You can still reach the the bottom. No,
1: I think it's stupid. And if it really isn't a step, they need to put something on there because they may look usually, like a step. There
2: usually is a sticker that no. says not no, a no, step. No, no, I'm
1: talking about like spikes. To make it impossible to get Oh, you mean like the
2: things that stop birds from landing on roofs? Yeah, like they
1: need to put something sharp up there that's like, okay, I literally can't use this as a Right, you don't
2: want a warning, you want a punishment.
1: Yeah, I want like, (laughs) if I'm really not allowed to use it, make sure I can't use it because I'm going to use it.
2: Okay, I mean, I've I've worked in construction a lot of years, partly as a painter, so there's been a lot of ladders involved, I will tell you. It is a step. It is a step. That's we, what I mean. We definitely use Everybody it, as a, it as a step. You have to. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, shit, that's too high. Yeah. And
1: I'll be You're honest, not going to be the guy that's like, oh, I, that's unsafe.
2: That is probably the third closest I've come to dying. I've, was yeah. I've fallen
1: off a ladder being on the top.
2: Like it's, it's scary. Cause when that thing goes one way and you go the other way, yeah. it's like, there's, there, you're just free falling. Yeah. You, you are you basically skydiving off of that thing. There's, oh. Yeah.
1: I was in this uh, like sewing shop and I was at the top uh, fixing a light. And then uh, the ladder, like, I don't even know what happened. I might've been too close to one side. Anyways, it swooped or like it fell from underneath me. And I went to grab something just out of like yeah. second nature. I ended up pulling like three dr- like drawers just down with me. <laughs> and there's this like little uh, a- Asian lady who didn't speak a whole lot of English. Yeah. And she's like trying to help me and stuff. But like, we don't have any communication. I'm trying to tell her like, I'm fine. Like I should yeah. go tell my boss. And she's like... Dusting me off, like making sure I'm okay. It was really nice, but it was just kind of like I was also super oh. embarrassed.
2: chick's uh, calling back. Oh. Hello.
0: Hey, sorry. I'm uh, driving through the mountains and I lost reception. <laughs> okay.
1: That, that's okay. You miss much. Um,
2: no, uh, Alex's thought was: Why isn't the thing at the very top of a ladder a step?
0: Um, for safety. <laughs> but, like,
1: everybody uses it. Like, if they're going to really make it, so you can't use it, like, throw some spikes on there or something. So you can't actually use the step. Because everybody Just uses be taller. It. The fuck you. That's <laughs> such a <laughs> dick thing to yeah. say.
2: Oh, man. I mean, I even actually at the job I used to work at with Jake... Boy, I made standing on the top of a ladder look like nothing. <laughs> the the amount of work safe and company violations that I committed to reach things in high places, I don't even think I can talk about it here.
0: No, no. you really can't, especially because I still work for that company, so Yeah, we don't need don't. any <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe one day when I leave the company, we can talk about it a little bit more candidly. But for right now, let's not.
2: You know what? One day I want to have people guess where we worked. because, Or like maybe once you stop. Because people know that me and Jake met at work working. Well, they know we worked in a bakery. You don't think you've mentioned it before? Never once. We've been extremely careful about that. They also don't know where I work now. But when we... Yeah. They know we worked in a bakery, but I would love for people to start just guessing, like just hear like, man, like it's, I'm sure some people must've thought about it before. Like, Oh, I wonder where that bakery was. Believe me, we worked in a bakery where I was able to find more dangerous things to do than (laughs) any other bakery you could possibly
0: think of. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. We will, we will definitely have to go through some stories once we can talk about them. But for right now we
1: cannot. No, no, not at all. Um, uh, but I yeah. think that about wraps it up uh, for this week's episode.
2: Yes, I would say so.
1: Uh, yeah. If you want to see any more, I content. want to
0: apologize for, <laughs> for being
2: a, bit of a nuisance in the last half Sorry, of the second Jake, half here. Jake, you, you, you cut it's, You said I want to apologize for, and then you cut out completely. <laughs> yeah, so was, what? It was, it was well, that's exactly time.
0: why. It's like being a nuisance while in the second half of the second half of the show because. I am like I have 13 minutes to get to my draft, and if I get the first overall pick and one of those idiots takes like Matt Jankowski again, I'm gonna snap. <laughs> so, so that happened to me too. That's a true story. So anyway, or was it Matt Barkowski? I think actually, Jankowski was a kicker in the NFL. Anyway, so I'm trying to get to this draft by six o'clock. So it's been a blast. I
1: don't know if you guys have more to say. No. Uh, no, you're uh, good. Alex is just
2: reading off the uh, the socials there. Yeah,
1: so if you want to see any more content from us, uh, check us out on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitch. YouTube, Twitch at Vancouver Boys underscore.
2: No, nope, Vancouver Boys podcast. Vancouver
1: Boys podcast and at Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. Yes. Uh, anything else you guys want to say?
2: That on email for serious inquiries, oh, yes. you can find us at Vancouver boys podcast at gmail.com.
1: I always forget one.
2: Yeah. That about does it. I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you're going to bet on DraftKings, use our promo code.
2: Yep. Do it. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening. That kicks off season four and we can't wait to see you guys next week.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us.
2: See you on the next one.
0: Peace.
1: Oh, trivia. Jake did the trivia. Oh,
2: yeah. Jake, you did the trivia.
1: I think I know who I it did. Is. Yeah. Yeah. What? It was, oh, damn. It. Oh. it was the goalie with the uh, shutout. Right. How many
2: goalies had not allowed a goal yet this season? Yeah.
0: It was um, the goalie for Minnesota, Philip Johansson.
2: Gus Bus. Oh. Good. Good
0: Gustafson, one. That's his name. Yeah. The, the Gus Bus. Yeah.
2: I haven't heard that one. Wow. Interesting one. Thanks for doing that. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, good luck with the draft. See
0: you guys next week.
2: Yeah, later, buddy.